please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Well, that's awkward. Look at that. We're having some radio issues on the sound side. Boosh. That sucks. But that's okay. I can always add that in when I'm going on through. So, hey guys, how's it going? Love to see you there. Glad everybody is here. Let me see what's going on here with the sound and everything like that while I'm working through. I love it when I have issues right at the top of the show. Gotta love it. It makes everything work so much better, don't you know? Anyway, so a uh, couple things going through tonight. We have, let me see what we got going on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, apparently, uh, Trump is claiming that he can use executive order, which he can for a very specific purpose. Going to get into that in a few minutes. We have the Australian woman who gets a, apparently she gets a, a prison sentence. We'll be able to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Gateway Pundit uh, writer is um, caught pushing a fake sex tape. Ooh, that's that's wonderful. And let me see what else is going on. Oh, yeah, John Stewart. We can actually agree with him on a few things. We got uh, Montana Libertarians and everything like that. By the way, welcome to the show. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. <sighs> we are live. You can find us, once again, on Mojo 5.0 Radio. You can also find us at DOAE Show pretty much everywhere that we have anything going on. And by that, I mean literally anything going on on all social media sites. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Spreaker, SoundCloud, all of those things, all using the ha- uh, all using the slash DOAE Show. Or you can find us at Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Pretty much anywhere that you want to get the show. Go to doashow.com, become a defender with us. And when you do, it's uh, $5 a month, $50 a year. And uh, when you do that, it's uh, when you go over the annual, we will also send you a t-shirt. You can either choose from the Eagle logo or the hashtag I see what you did there t-shirt. Because by the way, if you follow us on the Twitters, hashtag I see what you did there. And we'll probably put you in the show. So. Let's get to the main topics. All right. Let me see what's going on here with the thing. So uh, this is from FAIR. FAIR is the Federation for America and Immigration Reform. You see, the term birthright citizenship refers to the current practice of considering children born in the U.S. to automatically acquire citizenship. Uh, we usually use the term anchor baby. Um, but before I go further, let me go through a few things. Here are some, this is a a screenshot that I pulled. 
Uh, these are just some of the titles that you get from CNN. Trump claims he can defy the Constitution and end birthright citizenship. You're wrong. Uh, New York Times. President wants to use executive order to end birthright citizenship. Yeah, sort of. Not really. Um, American Civil Liberties Union. No, Mr. President. You can't change the Constitution by executive order. I'm sorry. But once again, you're wrong. <sighs> there are a lot of things wrong with that. And so... Um, I just, I, I just can't, I, I, I got to pinpoint a couple things here, um, as I go forward. So let's talk about executive orders. What are executive orders? Well, to speak about, uh, executive orders, you have to understand that this is, this is from heritage.org. Uh, so key things that everybody needs to understand. One, an executive order is a type of written instruction that presidents use to work their will through the executive branch of government. What does that mean? Well, what that means is Congress and federal courts can strike down the executive order if they exceed the scope of the presidential uh, president's authority. But the point of using, using an executive order is so that the president can push more constitutional-minded ideas and ideologies faster. Using his general authority, the authority that he already has. Now, we have seen many times over multiple places that there are huge, huge issues with this. What I mean by huge, huge issues is very simply put, um, you're going to get to a... uh, We have so many presidents that use executive orders to push unconstitutional issues going through and by unconstitutional i literally mean unconstitutional there's no way that they could have done what they did um and doing that they they've basically lessened themselves they put themselves in a position where they were like yeah you know what i'm just gonna do this i don't care what it is and i don't care what you guys are trying to push i'm just gonna do this because i want to um and in those cases as we've seen over many many years Uh, It doesn't work out very well. The reason why it doesn't work out very well is very simple. Those executive orders actually hurt our government, hurt our Constitution, and overstretch the president's use and reach. Um, When that happens, that actually destroys everything that we have. Um, And that's that's something that nobody wants. Nobody wants at all. So um, think about it like this. If, if a president have, has what's called an executive order, that executive order is supposed to be used um, just to forward his, his, the, 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 his job. And his job is very simple. Um, as the president, your job is to literally just go and uh, execute. Execute the laws. And when you don't execute the laws, what you do is you actually push for your own laws, and that's what we've seen on many cases. Here's what we're talking about with the 14th Amendment, birthright citizenship, and all the rest of the hullabaloo that goes on there. Uh, when we talk about birthright citizenship and all of that, there is nothing in the 14th Amendment that says a person born here whose parents are not either naturalized 
or actual citizens or, or, or original citizens born here themselves. There's nothing in our Constitution, including the 14th Amendment, that says that that person is a citizen. You don't believe me. I know you don't believe me. And that's okay. Here it is. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdictions thereof are citizens of the United States. Now, let me ask you a question. If you put in and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, what does that mean in legalese? Well, I don't have to go through legalese. I can just explain it to you very simply. Um, they put that in there because there are North Native Americans who are living on American, unquote, American soil. They're living in the continent of the United uh, uh, of North America, where we call the United States, but they are not American citizens. They're not United States citizens. Um, they're born on reservation, and those reservations have their own setup. And when this was originally put in, they have their own uh, their own laws. They have their own jurisdictions. None of it is under federal jurisdiction. They also had, you know, things like foreign visitors, ambassadors, consulars. All those people would come through, and if they had a baby and it was born on soil in the soil of America, well, they had to make sure that that kid also was not an American. It's not. Just like anybody illegal who is who has a child born on American soil is not American. It's not American. The 14th Amendment does not, does not say anywhere that a person can come here illegally and have a child just because they're on American soil and that child becomes an American. Now... This is not law. What we've been talking about, this entire process that people have been doing for the past um, 40 years, hasn't been law. There's never been a law passed. There's never been a, an amendment to the Constitution. There's never been a changeover about anything going through the entire system. And one of the funny things is, so because of that, because no changeovers, because of that's junk... What you have is you have a breakdown of society and you have a breakdown of actual law where people are claiming, oh my gosh, the president is going to use an executive order to, to kill the 14th Amendment. No, 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 you moron. Have you read the 14th Amendment? Do you understand the legal portions of the 14th Amendment? I don't. I am just a random generic American that has a microphone in front of his face. And with just a tiny bit of information and just a tiny bit of searching, you can figure out exactly what each word and each phrase means. They added that specifically. They wanted to make sure that nobody could come into this country and skip the line. They wanted to make sure if you wanted to become a citizen you actually wanted to become a citizen. Not that you were pushed into it, not that you were born into it from illegal parents, but that your family wanted to become citizens. They came here legally. 
And then, after they came here legally, you were born. And you became a citizen. There literally is no such thing as an anchor baby. Every child born as an anchor baby is still technically illegal. Because there's never been a law, there's never been placement, and none of that is there to make sense. I think I've gone over on my time. I'm just going to have to cut things out and kind of put things in place, but, you know, I wanted to get that through and get that across to you guys. I, I really, it's been bothering me so much. How do you get to a point to where you as a society or we as a society really dive into this and really look in and say, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what we have. Here are the problems that we have. And let's, let's try to work this out. I don't, I don't know what these people are doing, but freaking out over every small detail about every small issue, about every small situation. It just hurts us. It hurts us in the end, and it, and it kills everything that's going on. Um, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to society um, at large. Because what you're doing is you're circumventing the actual law. You're circumventing what actually, what, what truly is law for everybody else. And you're just putting in what you feel is the best situation. What you feel like what you want to believe. And that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do anything for anybody going forward. And I think that's the major issue. So, you know, that's what you're going to say. I mean, I can't. What am I going to say, really? Honestly. Uh, th- these people are going to sit down and they're going to go through and uh, through the rest of their life. And I can't say that those people that have come through here illegally and become anchor babies and five generations in. Um, it sucks. But your citizenship is fake. I'm sorry. That sucks. So what should you do? I don't know. But what I do know is that if the president decides to use an executive order, and he decides to go through, and he decides to do this sort of situation, hey, Teresa and take it into what would be the major extremes of everything. There's nothing that we can, we can say or do that would turn it off, that, that would change it. He's doing it legally. It is his job that he's doing. Um, there's nothing that anybody can say or do to, to stop it. Because he's doing the right thing, actually, in that way. So what are we to do as citizens? Are we supposed to just like 
turn our heads and not think about it ever and just go through the go through the motions of everything. I don't know. Anyway. Man, I've blown the entire entire first session. I've I've actually uh you know, blown through the clock on the second set. So, um let's get to the next piece and see what happens. I'll just have to chop this up at the end and make some good stuff going on for this. So, let me see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. So you're, uh, let me ask you a question. You're in Australia, and you're a female in Australia, and a man rapes you, and, you know, uh, rapes you and threatens your daughter, and threatens her, threaten your daughter's life and rapes you and all that jazz. So let me ask you, what do you do in that situation, what do you do in that situation? Well, I can tell you what one Australian woman did. Um, you see, an Australian woman was sentenced to just over 10 years in prison after admittedly uh, admitting she fatally stabbed a man in 2015 who she said raped her, threatened her daughter, after which she dragged his corpse from a rope with her car before disposing of the body. See, Roxanne Peters at the time was thirty-two year old was a thirty-two year old pharmacist assistant, and she pled guilty to manslaughter and interfering with a corpse, adding that she'll be eligible for parole in twenty twenty. That's pretty quick. Her sentence was handed down Monday in a Brisbane Supreme Court. So, you see, she fatally stabbed. Um, her assailant in the heart with a knife, a kitchen knife. Um, prosecutors told the court that uh, she had broken. Uh, he had broken into her home uh, to do a meth cookup and threatened her daughter. And she did uh, if she didn't have sex with her again. Again, I guess they knew each other. Um, so Peter's also a drug addict. Ran to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and when. Uh, the man grabbed her by uh, grabbed her other hand. She repeatedly stabbed him, saying, "You don't rape me. You don't rape me. You don't rape me." By basically shouting and chanting. Um, so here's the thing. She did many other things, including mutilation of his body and other such gruesome things, which I'm not going to get into. Sounds reasonable to you. <laughs> he got off light. Well, he did die, Jules. It's not that he got off light. He did actually die. Um, so, I mean... Uh, she was a druggie. He was a druggie. He came to her house. I don't know. Um, things happen. Things just, you know, I guess. Things happened. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but things happened. And those things are bad, apparently. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Mm, I don't know. It's terrible. Terrible, no good, very bad things. So, um, this comes down in the case of... I can't condone it. But I understand it. <laughs> uh, I can't condone it. But I understand what's going on. Um, it's very, very bad things. Very bad things. Very, very bad. <sighs> Man, I'll tell you what. That's 
That's pretty bad. But if you think that's pretty bad, think about this. Gateway pundit writer, GOP lobbyist, caught trying to push fake sexual assault claims against uh, Robert Mueller. You see uh, Gateway writer Jacob Wohl, Republican lobbyist, uh, and Republican lobbyist uh, Jack Berkman, um, both young-looking guys, were exposed to trying to promote a fake sexual assault allegation. Um, This fake sexual assault allegation seems to have stemmed from when they were... um, what should I, how should I say this? Um, yeah, they were trying to trying to falsely accuse Robert Mueller of of sexual assault of a young lady. Um, I don't really see how that's a good idea for them or him or anybody at all. It's really not good for anybody to really do any of this. You shouldn't do that. Um, I hope you understand that. It should not be a thing that you do, um, at all, ever, 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 does that, do I get the point across, I mean, is that, is that, is that close enough to the point, um, but, anyway, so, apparently these guys, uh, they they tried to push the entire thing. They went through all social media pro- platforms. They were going through everything. I mean, when I say they were going through everything, I mean everything. They were posting up the stuff on social media. They were posting up stuff on, on everything, um, left and right. We have a brand new exclusive. We've got this entire deal. And then they found out they were fakes. And guess what? They started pointing the fingers at each other. They started accusing each other of, uh, uh, of, of, you know, doing the wrong thing and setting up the wrong things and everything else in this entire situation. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't understand. Um, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I, I just... I don't understand what you're trying to do if you're looking at a man and you're saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to ruin your entire life. Um, just because I can. Just because I can. And I mean, if you're, you're looking at somebody and saying that, just because I can, just because I have the ability to, I'm going to try and ruin you, uh, smear your name. Look, the guy has gone through quite a bit. I mean... Tons of investigations. He's obviously a slime ball anyway, but that's not the point. You know, just because he's a slime ball in one thing doesn't mean he's a slime ball in everything. Give the guy a little bit of a break, you know what I mean? A little bit of a break. It's it's You you're coming down a little too hard, is what I'm trying to say. You're coming down just a little bit too hard on the guy. Um for for things to really pan out like they're supposed to. I mean, it's not it's not very nice of you. It's not a good idea of you. Why would you do such a thing? But that's, I guess maybe I'm just being a little naive. You see, they stopped responding to social media posts after they went through the entire process. Apparently, Gateway Pundit founder Jim Hoft tweeted about uh, tweeted that the same site um, that put up the documents has taken down the documents that it's posted and uh, that it fabricated against Mueller um 
it's just, it's, it's terrible. You're going to do that to a guy? Look, I don't even like Mueller. But nothing to get, I mean, come on. Look, I don't like rapists. I don't like sexual assaultists. I don't like anybody that does that junk. I don't do it. And you shouldn't either. Why do I even have to say that? I don't do it and you shouldn't either. That's not something I should have to say to you. But the fact that I am saying it to you should tell you that we have a broken society. A broken society that that is horrid and misplaced and degenerate and overall just just out of its mind um, in what we do to other people and how damaging it really is to to hurt these folks. I just I just don't get it. I'm not I guess I'm I guess I'm just a a nice guy or something, but it it doesn't when I hear stuff like this and it really really kind of irks me um to no end because it's just it, it burns my bridges up and I just I can't I don't want to think about it. I don't want to push it. And it's just uh, Goodness gracious. Oh, okay. Well, looks like we need Everything looks like we need to I'm going to let that go there and be done. There we are. Boom. Hopefully everybody can hear the music. I couldn't. I don't know why, but I couldn't. So, let me see what's going on. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> Tell you what, gotta love technology when you can't do anything with it. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Let me see here. That's going that. In the break, look at this. Gonna kick some break over. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys could hear that. I gotta love technical difficulties. You guys love te- technical difficulties? I do. <laughs> I bet you know I do. It's good times. Let me see here. Huh. <sighs> should probably monitor that because at least then I'd be able to hear it a little bit better. Always. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Hey, Jules. Hey, Erica, give me a cue. Did you guys hear the music? I don't know. I know that it's playing now, but I don't know if you guys can hear it. I know I didn't, but if you guys can hear it, then it's all good for some reason. Bum, 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 bum. Technology is our friend and at the same time our foe. Yes. Let's see, Jules. I didn't know she knew him and was a druggie. Yeah. 
You heard it going out, but not now. Yeah, good, good, good. That's perfect. Because technically I'm in break right now. (laughs) Good. So you heard it going out. That's all I needed to make sure of. As long as you can hear it going out, I can handle it and and deal with it just by just by viewing and monitoring things going on. I don't know why the music's not playing on the uh from the other way around, but <sighs> gosh, goodness gracious. Let me see, does this work? Oh yes, that works. See, why didn't that work earlier? I just every time I change up, man. Got to change some things. Hey, Wendy. Good to see you finally back on with us. You heard it a minute ago, Robert. Good, 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 good. Thumbs ups. Thumbs ups. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. <sighs> I just finished a whole bunch of technical difficulties for the first two segments. Yay! Anyway, let's get back into it. By the way, uh, before I do get back into it, do follow us on MeWe. Uh, we are on MeWe. Join up. Follow us there. Uh, you can find a whole bunch of other content. You can also find everybody at Mojo50 there. And if you do go to Mojo50, go to Mojo50.com. You can find a ton of stuff that they've got going on. They also have a giveaway that they're doing. Um, if you do sign up with them, that means uh, give them your email address and you'll sign up. You'll be signed up for, what is it? A drawing for a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff. That's got gone and a couple other things. Anyway, that's all beside the point. That's them. And if you do, give us a like, share, uh, follow on all the social medias and or where you are listening to us. Uh, that is DOAE Show or the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. So, John Stewart. Usually when I say this name, it has a couple bells behind it, but um, I actually agree with him this time. I know. <gasps> Shock face. Crazy. Crazy, crazy shock face. So, oh man, I'll tell you what. Comedian Jon Stewart just dumped a pitcher of cold water on journalists who have been personally wounded and offended by President Donald Trump and the, uh, Trump, uh, Trump's anti-media barbs. Criticizing them for battling back against the commander-in-chief, revealing their, quote, own narcissism and their, quote, own ego in the process. You see, he was on CNN with Christine, uh, Christine Amanpour, and he sat across, uh, sat across from her with uh, fellow comedian Dave Chappelle uh, this past Tuesday. They did a whole big interview deal, and uh, just a couple things. Primarily, <laughs> he was talking to her, uh, the whole idea of fake news, um, and, and what it is, and all that stuff, and how he's so terrible, uh, how he how he so blatantly feels about them, telling Amanpour that uh, Trump's, Trump was so successful, uh, successfully managed to offend journalists that they, instead of objectively talking about stories, he's uh, they've decided that they're going to be the story just so they can get their cut of flesh, their pound of flesh, you know, that whole deal. So, and I quote... I think that journalists have taken it personally. They are personally wounded and offended by this man. 
he baits them and they dive in and uh, what he done uh, what he's done well i thought is appeal to their own narcissism to their own ego ellipses and the journalists stand up and say we are noble we are honorable how dare you sir and they take it personally <laughs> you see amapur then tried to defend herself and her colleagues saying that it's hard for us to dis- to be dispassionate when words from the white house are aggressive against us to which you know he replied but you're not used to it and you know i'm on poor <laughs> bristle around no 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 we're, we're we're used to it believe me we've been through there and uh, through uh, we've been out there in the fields but think of the communities of color Think of the Muslims. Think of the black community, Stewart explains. When journalists rise to this outrage of how dare you say that about us, think of the lives that they've been leading under this and what they've been put under. Um, besides that last little bit where he's just kind of throwing stuff out there, think of everybody else. Um, you know, yeah, you've bristled. You've shown who you are. You've shown your true colors. That, that you know, it's shining through there. And one of the big issues with everything that's been going on is the fact that the news media is out for blood. Um, and since they are out for blood, they actually become fake news themselves. They, they do it to themselves. They, they make themselves fake news. And it seems hard to believe. It seems like it shouldn't happen. But it it does. They force themselves in the, into their own position of being fake news. And just a quick, quick hit before we go on to the, uh, before we get to the next subject, just a little in between. Something that isn't fake news, a Christian news site called LifeSite. If you haven't heard of it, you should have by now. Uh, they've been blacklisted by their own web host. You see, there was an email sent to them. Uh, LifeSite received an email at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I forget on which day. What day was this posted? I think it was yes, uh, two days ago. Two days ago. Telling them that um, their, their entire service is going to go down. It's going to go out. They're not going to have it anymore. Um they literally had to scramble. They had a they had their security. Yeah, just like Gab. Just like Gab, the social media site, which, by the way, I didn't know anything about Gab before this entire situation. So, eh. But, uh, so their entire web hosting seri- system went down, um, and they were able to keep their site up. And it's cur- I think it's still currently up. I don't know for sure. Uh, Livesite.com. Uh, yeah. No. No, lifesite.net? Is it .net? No. Okay, so I think it's gone. It's gone now. Lifesite. Maybe it's org. It might be org. I didn't try org. But um, Lifesite, which generally posted a ton of stuff about um, religious freedom and liberty and the right to life, um, which was their main subject of everything that they did. .org. It is .org. Okay. 
I'll try that just in case. Um, they went through and uh, it was decided by their web host that they were no longer going to have a web host. So they had to scramble, um, take all of their information, post them on temporary servers and everything else, find a loop around, find a workaround. Um, this is taking a lot longer than it should for this site to come up. I'd have to say that they're probably down. Hmm. Um, I believe the host, what was the host? Um, I think it was GoDaddy, actually. Mm. Web developers, yeah, did, 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 had to stand back, yeah, service host, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was GoDaddy, if I remember right. Um, this is on the heels of Gab, obviously, getting crushed and sent out and destroyed. But, um... There, there are other things that we, we really that we need to be concerned about, and that is freedom of speech. Uh, you have the freedom to post this stuff, and you should have the freedom to post this stuff, but there are groups out there attacking these companies and telling them flat out that they will be exposed and they will be hurt and damaged if they do not stop servicing people because of what they talk about, um, which is another reason why LifeSiteNews.com. There you go. LifeSiteNews.com. That's what it is. I thought it was just LifeSite.org. So LifeSiteNews.com. So cool. They are still up. Yay. Yay. Um, and they're scrambling right now. So if anybody knows anything about uh, web hosting and uh, uh, backup servers and things like that, they could probably use your help. Uh, that's why we're looking into alternative social medias like MeWe and things like that. Get on there as fast as you can. Get off of Facebook. I know I'm on Facebook right now. Get off of Facebook. Get off the Twitters. Go to the MeWees and the other such. Get those places up and running because they're not technically conservative. They're just free speech. They're free speech platforms. And there's going to be tons more coming out. There's going to be tons of big things coming through with that. Um, Quickly, I want to hit on this. Apparently, in Montana, the Libertarian candidate has decided to pull out of the race. Um, On Wednesday, the Montana Libertarian candidate for the U.S. Senate, Rick Breckenridge, dropped out of the race, endorsing GOP candidate Matt Rosendale, the state insurance commissioner who is running against the incumbent uh, Democratic Senator John Tester, um, for the set for that seat, you see, here's here's the thing. I'm glad that he's doing it for the point of getting a Democrat out of office. I am not glad that he's doing it because it's the last week of the election, um, which means his name is still going to be on the ballot, which means people are still going to vote for him, um, and he can't give his votes to the other guy. That just doesn't work. So, here's the thing. He's saying, Breckenridge is throwing his support behind the the GOP candidate. Uh, The most recent polls have taken in Montana, which uh, which conducted between October 24th and the 26th, found that Tester uh, was leading Rosendale 48 to 45, with 7% of the uh, votes undecided in a previous poll. Um, Montana State University billing poll conducted between the 8th and 13th found that Tester was 47-38 leading over Rosendale. Um, So it's going back and forth, back and forth. I think the polls are grossly overrated. Grossly overrated. 
Let me see. Wow, that was really distracting, Jules. You're milking goats. Okay. Um, and so what he wants to do, what, what, what Breckenridge wants to do, is he wants to throw all of his weight and everything else. Um, he's probably only going to get 3 to 4%, but that 3 to 4% might be exactly the push that uh, the Republican needs to get over the hill. Um, and with that, he's decided to vote, uh, go for the Republican candidate, pull out. I mean, he's doing the whole thing. Sorry, latent bell. Um, he's got the entire situation going. But what I would suggest is if you're going to pull out of a race, uh, you need to pull out well before the last week of the election. Last week before the election. I mean, the election is literally next week. Come on, dude. It's It just sounds like you're sabotaging the entire event and then saying, oh! at the last minute i really don't want to that's not something i want to do you know meh meh so i think it's really just the fact that he knows that he can't win and he doesn't want to do it anymore so he's like yeah yeah i'm gonna get four percent i don't really care this guy's all right i might as well back this guy who's meh all right because you know why not i don't I know you're libertarian, dude. I respect you for being libertarian. I don't know exactly all your policies, but at the same point in time, you really should have thought about that before you went through. Just saying. We'll be right back after this break. Okay, I was lying. I'm not actually going to take a commercial break because why take a commercial break when you don't want commercials in the first place and you've already screwed half of your show with screwed up music? Yes, I know, Erica. I got the music. I can now hear it. I don't know how it didn't. I didn't hear it earlier, and I also don't know how it didn't start working earlier, but whatever. I got it to work now. That means everything should be all right. Just going to be a lot of editing tonight. Yay! editing no it's okay jules you're you're just fine that was just wow I, my my eyes happened to scroll through the uh, through the sections and like what milking a goat i mean that's cool i'm glad that you have goats uh my mother-in-law apparently wants to have goats ha huh. thanks jules thank you no hairnet what who are you guys talking to oh my gosh so many people. Oh, talking about there. Oh, jeez. Let me see. Erica. That would be a pumpkin gunshot squirrel. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. You know, there's tons of squirrels. Pumpkin shots would be good. Ooh, pumpkin shot. You guys need to come up with pumpkin shots. Pumpkin spice shots. That sounds amazing. Doesn't that sound amazing? That sounds good. You guys need to do pumpkin shots. I won't. Wait, yes, I will, but not on air. I will not on air. Don't want to have a bad show, you know. <sighs> man, oh man, I'll tell you what. It's been a day. I was literally dead about uh, dead until about 30 minutes before the show. So, I can't complain. So thirsty. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I drink coffee. By the way, you guys can get this mug right here. You can't get this mug, but you can get this mug. Or 
you can get this mug at the store. Go to doashow.com slash store slash shop. Go find the mugs. It's there. And while you're there, go get your Trump pull t-shirt because it will be gone tonight. Actually, tomorrow morning. It will be gone tomorrow morning. It will no be no more. It has been no more. It has ceased to be. And it will. Mm-mm. It's like I don't know when my brakes hit or something. Welcome back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. You can listen to us everywhere that you can find any podcast available to you. You can also hear us live right now on Mojo Five O Radio or IPM Nation. You can also go to Lanterns and find us there. Uh, that's lanterns.buzz. What are you talking about, Erica? Erica, stop being confusing. Don't don't do that to me. Not while not while I'm actually live on the show. Come on. I'm a simple man. Stop confusing me. Speaking of simple men, got a couple quick stories for, to to roll this out. Everybody remember uh Sergeant Bo Bergdahl. Sergeant Bo Bergdahl. I know when me we gets video it'll be amazing. So you know the whole exchange that Obama made, you know, a whole bunch of people, insurgents. He gave five members of the Afghan Taliban uh, for for one uh, one deserter who actually went to the Taliban and, you know, wanted to join up. Oh, yeah, uh, that was uh, the quote. Uh, it wasn't uh, the meaning of life. It was... Um, flying circus. It was flying circus is what that was. That was the parrot or the parakeet, uh, issue on flying circus. Um, the skit that they did there, Monty Python, gotta love it. See, their release was considered somewhat controversial with the exchange, uh, that took place in 2014. No, you don't say. Taliban are bringing back their old generation, which means the Taliban have not changed their thinking or their leadership, says Harun Mir, an Afghan political analyst uh, who is talking to the AP. Uh, so what are they doing? Well, Mohammed Fazl, Fazl, let me see, Mohammed Fazl and uh, Karula, Karkwa, and Abdul Haq Wasik. And Mullah Nurullah Nori and Mohammed Nabi were released from Guantanamo Bay in Qatar, uh, uh, in Qatar's custody under secure, uh, security restrictions and a one-year travel ban in 2014 uh, for the release of Bo Bergdahl. Tuesday, a Taliban spokesman said that the five have joined the Taliban political office in Qatar. 
where they will be among representatives in peace negotiations between the group and the Afghan government. Some Afghan representatives believe that the status of the five freed prisoners gives weight to the Taliban's peace negotiations. Quote, These people are respected among all of the Taliban, said Hakim Mujahad, or Mujahad, a member of uh, the Afghan Peace Council. Fazl was arrested in tw- uh, 2002, accused of overseeing a massacre of thousands of Shiite uh, in, in 2000. Karkwa was reportedly close, uh, close to the founders of the Taliban, uh, Taliban, Mullah Omar, as well as Osama bin Laden. Wasik is a Taliban deputy intelligence minister. Nori, not George Nori, this is a different Nori, uh, is a Taliban leader who fought against U.S. forces. And Nabi is a Taliban communications officer. You see, former Representative Mike Rogers of, of Michigan, he's a Republican, who used to be the head of the House Intelligence Committee, um, at the time of the exchange, said, I have little confidence in the security assurance regarding the movement and uh, and activities of our now-released Taliban leaders. And I have even less confidence in the administration's willingness to ensure they are enforced. Quote, I believe this decision will threaten the lives of American soldiers for years to come. End quote, says Rogers. I believe, sir, you are correct. And... Um, that's that's about it. I mean, I saw it coming. Everybody saw it coming. Yeah, I know. I need to clean the mic when I'm done with saying those names. And the... And the... And the... So, yeah. Apparently, you got that. But uh, before I go, before everything else is uh, going through, we're going to talk about a little known thing the Shia LaBeouf date. I'm just joking. Hold on one second. Shia LaBeouf date. Yes, my friends. I'm stealing it from Doc Thompson because he hasn't had one in a while. And I might as well go through with it. Pardon me. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf's He Will Not Divide Us global capture the flag game is back on. You see, LaBeouf launched the He Will Not Divide Us, an art installation design for, uh, to, to foment resistance against Donald Trump. Uh, let me see. The, mu- uh, the, the museum is moving image uh, of a moving image dropped the installation after several altercations. We all knew that was happening and everything that went on there. <laughs> he then decided that he wanted to put it out in the middle of a field and it was found. The people on the internet, you guys, lovely, lovely trolls that you are, um, have decided that anytime he puts up this flag and anytime he does any of this, um, they're just going to go find it and screw him up. So... 
When LaBeouf posted pictures of him in a rental cabin, 4chan users uh, matched wood patterns and precision locations of the rental cabin. The 4chan users were able to determine the general location. And then through the weathered patterns, planes, star patterns, and everything else, they were able to find the flag. At some point, LaBeouf decided that he wasn't going to do it anymore. And uh, they, they, you know, so it was found and everything else. And then he stopped doing it until late Tuesday. Just in time for the midterm elections, he posted a brand new flag up on his the campaign at the campaign book um, on the Twitters. He will not divide us. Us is what he's using, and he has the flag up. It's not clear whether the internet is undertaking an operation to capture LaBeouf's flag, but I'm sure that 4chan users have already caught this, and I'm sure that they're going to do more. He posted the flag, everybody. He posted the flag. He will not divide us. 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 I love that guy. Uh, I wish I had that meme that I could just throw up on everything where it's just him clapping at himself. That entire deal. It is way too easy. Apparently, people love going up his flagpole. And uh, people love to uh, tear down his sign. So, that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at tonight. Oh, let's see what's going on with you guys. This has-been is a has-been. Yes, he is a has-been. Yes, he has lost his mind. Um, clean that mic. Yes, I will clean the mic. No worries. I've got to get the thing. But the flagpole will intersect him. What do you mean, Robert? <laughs> what do you mean? The flagpole will intercept him. Oh, man. You bet they disappear next week. Oh, you're talking about the guys from uh, from uh, the Muslim countries. Yeah, probably so. Oh, man. Too many cues knocking at the door. You just saw it on Twitter. It, it is good times. You just saw it on Twitter. And it's funny enough that it's actually being posted on things like Instagram and everything else. And uh, the Daily Wire is talking about it, which is even better. Even better. So you have everybody talking through it. Everybody talking about it. It is amazing. By the way, guys, just one more thing I wanted to kind of add here while I'm rambling. We have freedom of speech because we can, because God gives it to us. It's our ability. And our world is connected through the internet. Through everything that we have, through the social media that we have. And yes, we could go back, but we're not going to. What's going to happen is we are going to get into these these digital ghettos where you're not going to be able to hear me, I'm not going to be able to hear you, and we'll be able to scream as loud as we want to, but nothing will ever happen. We need to stop that from happening. We need to stop these people from doing what they do, and we need to make sure that our voices are heard. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live every time we do our show. Come join us. Be a defender with us. Join Mojo. Because we know that you're a jackhole too. Until next time. See you later, folks.
please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.